0: Hello friends, this is evangelist Scott Pauley. I'm so happy that you are joining our broadcast today. Several years ago, when we first began the Enjoying the Journey broadcast, we started with my favorite book of the Bible. I've adopted it really as my life's study on the book of Philippians. And the theme, of course, of that great book is the joy of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, Truly, it is the, the Bible treatise on what it means to enjoy the journey now we're thrilled to share this anniversary series with you again in the hopes that God will use it in your life to help you learn to enjoy the Lord Jesus Christ at whatever stage you happen to be on on life's journey. I trust that these studies from the Word of God today will refresh your spirit and renew your strength for the days ahead. God bless you as you listen. We've come now in our study to my favorite chapter in the book of Philippians. You've heard people talk about a life verse. Well, for many years, this has been my life chapter. As a matter of fact, as just a teenager, I started spending a great deal of time in this particular portion of Scripture, so much so uh, that much of it has been committed to memory, if not all of it. And God has used it in my own Christian experience. I'm praying today God will use it in your experience. We come to Philippians chapter 3 and verse number 1 where the Apostle Paul writes, Finally, my brethren. Someone has suggested the Apostle Paul is like most preachers. He says finally when he's only half through. And that's exactly true in the book of Philippians. But he uses the word finally not because he's concluding, but because he is bringing you to the bottom line. Listen to it carefully. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. We've discovered already that the great theme of the book of Philippians is that of Christian joy. It's... It's this matter of choosing to rejoice in the Lord. And so he reminds them of it yet again. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. And then he says something unusual. To write the same things to you, to me indeed is not grievous, but for you it is safe. If you're near your Bible right now, I would encourage you to do something. I would encourage you to circle in verse 1 the phrase, the same things. And then I would encourage you to mark this phrase, it is safe. And write in the margin of your Bible that the same things are the safe things. That's interesting. The Apostle Paul is going back to some very basic truths, things that he's covered with the church at Philippi. Perhaps in person, he even declared these truths to them when he was with them. Uh, He's written about some of these things already in the opening two chapters of this letter. But now he's reviewing certain things, and he's emphasizing certain things. And he says, I want you to know that I'm not ashamed to deal with the same things. Why is that? Well, for many reasons. One is that the character of God is changeless. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so if you're going to study the Word of God, you're going to deal with some of the same things again and again. Truth endureth to all generations. Uh, Truth is eternal. And so we're dealing here with the changeless character of God. But not only that, you'll notice in the context the Apostle Paul is warning them. He's warning them about certain enemies that would creep in and try to lead them astray. And haven't you found in your own Christian life that you deal with the same sins over and over and over again? I do. As a matter of fact, sometimes I get almost discouraged thinking about the fact that I battle the same areas, that I seem to be making some of the same commitments, and I think, what's wrong with me? Well, friend, as long as we're in this flesh we're going to deal with the same things over and over and over again. The world we live in has such a a desire for the new, for that which is novelty. The truth of the matter is, I think novelty has become the scourge of our age. You remember in the book of Acts, there was a place called Athens. And the Bible says of Athens that they spent all of their time in either to hear or to tell some new thing. Doesn't that sound like our world today everybody looking for some new thing may I remind you what the preacher Solomon said there is no new thing under the Sun and the truth we need is not some new truth it's not something someone's just dreamed up what we need is return to truth that has been around as long as God has been around because it's rooted in him someone said many years ago that repetition is the mother of all learning I had a friend many years ago that used to say, never repeat, I say, never repeat for emphasis. You get the point, right? God often repeats Himself. When God repeats Himself in Scripture, it's not because He forgot He said it the first time. When God repeats Himself in Scripture, it's because He doesn't want us to forget it. And I want to give you just a little thought here from Philippians 3 verse 1 this morning, and it is this, do not be afraid to go back and review the same things. Rededicate yourself to the same things. The Christian life is doing many of the same things over and over and over again. It's the Word of God again. It's prayer again. It's fasting again. It's faithfulness again. It's witnessing again. Don't look for some new thing today. The key to the victorious, joyful life is found in the simple things. In another letter, the Apostle Paul wrote to one of the churches, and he said, I fear lest as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety, so your minds should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. Oh, my friend, there's simplicity in Jesus Christ. There's simplicity in the same things. In the words of Philippians 3.1, I would say to you today again, the same things are the safe things. When young Charles Spurgeon was just beginning his ministry, he was a teenage preacher And his grandfather was a minister. He had Charles to come to his church and preach. Uh, Young Charles Spurgeon was so short he couldn't see over the lectern, so they built him a a stool to stand on, a block of wood to stand on. And young Charles Spurgeon would stand there and declare the Word of God. His grandfather would sit behind him on the platform, and uh, when Charles Spurgeon said something his grandfather especially liked, his grandfather would speak up, and he would say behind him, Tell them that again. And Charles Spurgeon had such... A regard for his grandfather, he would stop in the middle of his sermon. He would back up and he would repeat verbatim whatever it was he had just said. Tell them that again. Well, I believe Philippians 3 verse 1 is the Holy Spirit saying to the Apostle Paul, Paul, don't be afraid to tell them that again. They need warned again. They need reminded again. And we're going to walk through the entirety of Philippians chapter 3. And as we do, you're going to discover it's the same enemies we've always fought. It's the same excellent knowledge, the knowledge of Christ that we need. It's the same examples that God wants us to follow, uh, those that are walking in righteousness. Uh, We discover the same end that all lost men have. They come to destruction. Uh, We end the chapter with the same expectation. What is it? That our citizenship is in heaven, that we're going to see Him someday very soon. And when you come to Philippians 4 verse 1, he then writes, Therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved, and long for my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. I mean, I say that the way to stand fast is to stay with the same things. Stay close to God. Stay on safe ground. Stay in the Word. Stay on your knees. Stay with the same things. And my friend today, you'll be sure to enjoy the journey. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. We are grateful you've joined us for this study today. If you love the book of Philippians, be sure to visit our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, and download the audiobook of Philippians. Scott also has a full sermon series through Philippians that we believe will be an encouragement to you as well. And until next time, may the joy of Jesus help you enjoy the journey.